The following program is in no way representative of the high-quality programming usually heard on the Maverick Radio Network. The views expressed and fishing techniques demonstrated are not endorsed by this station. The following is not a news broadcast. sure i don't know what that means exactly but uh this is the five count hi welcome to the show it's a wonderful program why does it say that it's all over the place all over the internet i saw a bunch of postings that said dustin wellness on the five count wonderful program that seems made up i think the sun times the star tribune Think they said that Sun, about that? the Los Angeles Sun? Yeah, New York Times or the Buf- New York Post? The Buford Sun? The Buford definitely said that. Wonderful program. Mm. Wonderful man. I don't know if I can live up to that. Mm. Let's well, just call it a day. All right. I mean, I'll go home and sleep. It's fine. It's fine. Could I please? Can I please? But if you're not here doing the show, uh-huh. how is everyone else who usually tunes in going to fall asleep? That's a good question. Is that what really happens? I Everybody just so. falls asleep? You wow. know, like everyone has their show that they put on yeah. Netflix or something, and then they fall asleep to mm-hmm. it. Like, oh, let's put on season four of Friends. Oh, yeah. Or, you know, whatever people do. What's What's your show? It's also this one. Oh. There's just something about your voice. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but... You miss me. Makes me real groggy. Oh. Okay. Well, nighty night, little dust. Ton, I got some terrible news. This is the five count. That's not the terrible news I wanted to tell you, though. Yeah. Uh, We have to do some tributes tonight. Yes. This is a show that I hoped I would never have to do. Yeah, I could tell by the... By the sweet, sweet bed music here. If you're just tuning in, tonight was meant to be Tun's birthday blowout show. Mm -hmm. But sadly, we can't have that while we're doing what we're doing tonight. So that will be next week. Because tonight, we need to pay tribute to Paul Rubens, who died earlier this week. Yeah. Rest in peace, Pee-wee. Terrible. It's pretty heart-wrenching. Terrible news. Yeah, I uh, brought it up to a co-worker today, and I was so happy to hear her say that she was also broken up and that she loved Pee-wee. 
that really it really made me happy it made me feel like there's hope in the world that someone else I mean younger than me also enjoyed and had you know some sort of love in their hearts for peewee because i think peewee's awesome it really affected me more than i thought really there's been a lot of celebrity deaths since we've been doing this program yeah and oftentimes people will reach out to me like when the ultimate warrior died i got half a dozen messages you'd you'd have thought the guy was my dad or something yeah i I really didn't care yeah i remember (laughs) you know or like when michael jackson died or prince you know or some of these people yeah but i guess i really thought about paul rubens more throughout the day i guess he had way more of a impact on my life than i realized yeah until you're alone at work with your thoughts thinking about things yeah. And then I had to call Ton and say, your birthday's off, pal. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's okay. It's understandable. Um, I don't, I mean, I don't know that it affected me as much as you're, as it is affecting you. I would say I had that exact experience uh, when Prince died. That did that a hundred percent to me. Where I mean, I was I knew I was already a Prince fan in whatever, obviously, but it was like I discovered that it was deeper than than I even I realized or whatever. Which it sounds like you're explaining. Um, I mean, yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, in the you know, unfortunate. I mean, everybody's gonna find some kind of dirt on people and. They found a little bit on Paul Rubens, but in hindsight, it's not much of anything. But in in reality, like what he did as that Peewee character has never, never been replicated, duplicated, whatever. Like it's it's a one of a kind thing, and it was just so interesting, and I don't know, a beautiful character. That brought joy to so many people for so many years. So, we have another tribute tonight as well. We'll get back to Pee Wee. But also, sadly, Five Count alumnus Exotic Adrian Street died Mm. the same day. Man. He was a professional wrestler, very flamboyant, Mm -hmm. and released a few albums that are all brilliant. So we're going to pay tribute to him tonight as well. Do you remember talking yeah. to Exotic Adrian Street? Yes. Yeah, what a time. It's, I mean, it's inevitable, right? We're all getting older and people are going to have to pass on. But um, Not you, I hope. It's funny how uh, surprised we are once it, once it happens and how it can affect us. So, yeah. Um, rest in peace to... To both of those people and uh, my thoughts, my thoughts and prayers have been for their family and loved ones over the past couple of days. And hopefully you all listening there are doing the same. So tonight we are going to play some music uh, from, by, about, around Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman. As uh, many of you know, Ton especially, his all-time favorite film is Back to the Beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> so there's a lot more Pee Wee related music than you might think. Yeah. 
fact, we've got enough to at least cover an hour or so. That's awesome. And then we'll also play some music from Exotic Adrian Street and the Pile Drivers. Yes! It's going to be a great show. It really is. What else do we got, Ton? I don't know. I'm guessing we got some mailbag questions. Five count mailbag questions. Some people called the five count hotline and left you a message. Wow. You too can call the five count hotline 507-519-2030. I ate way too many old Dutch rippled potato chips before we went on the air. Man. I'm struggling a little bit. Clogging up the larynx. The old vocal box. You okay? Wow. You had a pound and a half of them things. Didn't even flinch. Yeah. Well, I mean, I came off a real ruckus night to unite here in, in, uh, down at Turtle Lot Park. So, What were you uniting? Uniting in brotherhood and neighborly love. Oh, were the neighbors separated or something? Why were you uniting? Did they get back from the Navy? No. What are you talking about? It's just an opportunity dust for neighbors to meet up together and talk about things and talk about our neighborhood. There was also a member of the city that was there with um, plans for the park, at the new new park that will be built at Turtle Lot, and we had a chance to put in a vote and also put in different ideas uh, to change things up down there, which is nice for... People such as myself and and others in the neighborhood. There's quite a few that have uh, younger children in their family. That children that are already missing, you know, having a park that close to them down there. And I couldn't believe it. They had only two different options, and neither option had a zip line or a swing set. I mean, they were they're extravagant and crazy stuff on in these options, but it's like. How can you not just have swings? Like every single park needs to have swings, even if just like two swings, right? Is any of the equipment made with old railroad ties? No, oh. it didn't look. Like it looked I can't very get massive splinters on yeah. this equipment. No, it looked very modern and you know fancy. So that's a bummer. Yeah, one of them looked like just this giant maze of of ropes course or something is just crazy looking like you just kids would just be stuck in there for days look like a spider web of maze of ropes i don't know it's really interesting so but yeah no swings so i said please i'll take this option but plus a zip line and a swing set don't they know you're the boss of the neighborhood um i don't think i don't know could I be the one so. guy who doesn't have kids that just comes to complain about property tax? Sure you can. All right, next year I'm there. <laughs> I get, We had to leave early because my little one, who's uh, almost two, was like in total zone-out territory. He was still doing okay, but he was literally walking around the park, and then he would just stop and like stare, like zone-out staring at an old lady or something. Uh, and this lady, of course, would love it and then try to talk to him. But he'd just sit there and stare at her for a while. And then he'd go, no, and turn around and go somewhere else and then stop and do the same. So he needed to go to bed is what I'm saying. A lot of stranger danger down at Tun's house. Uh, yeah, we weren't worried about it in that realm. It was more like... I'm worried about you. When you get to that point, it's like you're you're 
dangerously sitting on the the teeter-totter of like if we go this way we're gonna go to bed and really quickly and everything's gonna be just fine but if we tip over this way we're gonna get into overtired fight sleep for the rest of our lives territory and then we'll be up until midnight with a toddler going no no ah." i appreciate the playground metaphor yeah teeter-totter teeter-totter son i think we should move on with the show all right the tributes beautiful tribute to paul rubens he's been in a lot of movies a lot of tv shows a lot of things that ton grew up loving yeah we'll discuss a lot of that stuff after this
Mark Holton from the movie Pee Wee's Big Adventure, Teen Wolf, Leprechaun, and I'm listening to The Five Counts.
the girl on the flying trapeze She's the sweetest thing that's ever Flown in with the breeze And if you see her Tell her that I'm in love with her She's the girl on the flying trapeze Flying trapeze She's the sweetest thing That's ever Flown in with the breeze And if you see her Tell her that I'm in love with her She's the girl On the flying trapeze The girl on the flying trapeze Whoa! When I close my eyes I see her there Swinging through my dreams And I want so bad to tell her Yeah! How I really feel She's the girl On the flying What babes can't resist? The romantic approach. Say dendrolonima to me legacy. Sentante lagrime to me vedesi. Sentante lagrime to me vedesi. New York. New York, New York, you high and mighty, bright and shiny, fabulous place. New York. New York, New York, you busy, busy, razzle dazzle, scandalous place. New York. Hello, New York, New York, New York. Hey, watch where you're going. <laughs> I watch where I'm going in New York. New York, New York. Empire State Building. Wow, it's tall. The tallest building in the world. The many bridges they feed the city. Spots of planes, <laughs> tunnels of trains. <laughs> huh? 
It's birthday party time. Madison Square Garden. It isn't square and it isn't a garden. Here you're right, it's misleading. <laughs> Grand Central Station, the city's train hub. Choo choo! Hello, hi, how's it going? Where are you off to? The hope for our future. World peace, the choice is ours. Let's make it happen. I'm riding the subway beneath the city. It's underground. Hey, is this going uptown? <laughs> I'm in the shower getting clean. Happy birthday, Joe. I never had pizza. One slice, please. One slice. Ah. Pizza's delicious! I never knew! I feel alive! Pizza! The Statue of Liberty! Liberty! The Statue of France! The Grunge and Underpants! This is Globy. You're listening to the Five Count. Sydney. This is George and Kraft from Pee Wee's Playhouse, and you are listening to the Five Count. Dashing through the snow, and when I stop, I fly. Ha! <laughs> Hi, it's me, Pee Wee Herman. Hey, seriously, everybody, during this holiday season, please don't drink and drive. Duh!
Silent night, holy night, jingle bells, jingle bells, walking in a winter wonderland. <laughs> How was that for a fabulous Christmas carol medley? <laughs> it's me, Pee Wee Herman, in case you didn't figure it out. Duh! <laughs> I'm here to just wish everybody the merriest, merriest, merriest of Christmases. Happy New Year and Happy Hanukkah to my Jewish friends. <laughs> ah! <laughs> To the five count, Mas Tequila. <laughs> oh man, I need to look that up. If uh, let me just check it out here. If Pee Wee's on the cover of Back to the Beach, this is the part of the program where Ton checks his phone. Now it's funny to me because Stevie Ray Vaughan is indeed on the cover to Back to the Beach. Isn't that weird to you? Pee-wee is on it. Yes. He's doing the surfing bird. Man. Hey, we're having a tribute tonight to the actor Paul Rubens, also known as Pee-wee Herman. Yes. Sadly died earlier this week. So what was your favorite Pee-wee like movie or show or what? Was it the show or was it a movie? or? Uh, I did watch the show religiously yeah. when it was on first run. Yeah. I bought the VHS box sets that had his face on it when you put them together. Yep. Then I bought the DVDs. Then my son and I watched it almost on a daily basis. And we dressed up as Pee Wee characters for Halloween. That's awesome. 
It's really a lot going on. So, so the show was your favorite. Uh, when I was a kid, I watched Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Almost daily. To the point where I recorded the audio of it onto a cassette tape, and then I would listen to the movie on my Walkman at my uh, apartment lawn mowing job that I had. Yeah, that is awesome. That is awesome. I love that. It was. I don't think you ever told me that. And I absolutely love those stories because I feel like that's not even a thing that happens anymore. I don't think people have Walkmans and listen to movies while they mow lawns in a sewer. Yeah. No, they listen to podcasts off of their cell phone or whatever. So, dude, I love that so much. So, ah, I've done so much of that stuff. Also, when I was a kid, recording onto cassettes off of VHS. Love that. I used to do that and listen to movies in the car, too. Okay, so I had no idea. That is so awesome. Um, Okay, so TV show and Big Adventure is your favorites. I watched Big Adventure a billion times also. I just watched it last night. How do you feel about the Christmas special? Because that was something I watched year-round. Yeah. We we recorded it off of TV, and then I watched it. It was awesome. Of course, it was totally awesome. Um, But, okay, so really secretly what I'm getting at is how do you feel about Big Top Pee Wee? I also like Big Top Pee Wee. Not as much, of course, but it's still a great film. I have no idea why, but for some reason in in my brain, if somebody were to ask me what's my favorite Pee Wee, I... I want to say Big Top Pee Wee for some reason. And I don't know why that was. I had watched Big Adventure so many times and loved it. But then when I saw Big Top Pee Wee and it was like just, I don't know, sort of a departure. And it was more like it's just Pee Wee among other people that are kind of normal, but it's not. It's circus people. Um, But also the parts where he goes into town or whatever. I don't know why. I just loved it. I just thought it was so awesome. It was like felt like a departure for some reason in a, in a good way. And I love that he went into town to get a pick a lot of a barrel. And he was dating the mom from Kindergarten Cop. Yes. The whole pickle and sandwich debacle, it was just great. And the pig, just the whole thing. A lot like your childhood. Very circusy slash farm life. Yeah. I could see that. Thought it was wonderful. I also really liked the new one that he did when he came back. Sure, uh, Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Yeah, man. Which could have very easily been terrible. Yeah, but it was great. I thought. <laughs> Maybe I'm just one of those guys that thinks he can do no wrong. I mean, maybe you are a little bit, but I think you're also not wrong. Because he's in a lot of other favorites. He's in Cheech and Chong, Nice Dreams. I know yeah. you know that. Yes. Because you watch that a lot. I did at one point. I watched it a lot of times. As we mentioned, Tun's favorite film, Back to the Beach. Mm-hmm. We did not mention Tun's second favorite film, Meatballs Part 2. <laughs> yes. Where he was uh, the bus driver, if I remember right. Yeah, I think so. What else was he in? A lot of stuff. Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yes, he was. That was kind of like his big return. Yes. 
Man, that's awesome. Matilda. That's classic. It is. It really is. Ton's third favorite film, Dunstan Checks In. (laughs) He gets a kick out of movies where monkeys wear people clothes. Yeah, that's fun. I like that. That will never not crack up Ton. Especially when they have the little hat. And he was in that movie Buddy, which also had monkeys in it. Yeah. A lot of monkey movies. Huh. Mystery Men, that's one of my all time favorites. Yes. He played the spleen, of course. Really good, yeah. Wow. Uh, what else was he in? Blow. Remember that movie? I do remember that, actually. Just a lot of stuff. What a guy. He was in the Blues Brothers. I remember that. That's so ridiculous to think about, really. He was on an episode of 227 with Jack Hay. Really? <laughs> really? I had no idea. The, I think this is part of the reason why it's kind of extra sad for me. Because in the back of my mind, I always thought or wished maybe mm-hmm. that somehow we could get him on this show. It didn't seem unattainable. Yeah, I hear you. And I had tickets. He was touring with Pee-wee's Big Adventure. It was like the 35th anniversary or something. And he was showing the movie and then doing like a Q&A. Mm-hmm. And he was touring around with it. And he was coming to Minnesota. And I had tickets for it. and was super stoked. And then the uh, pandemic happened and it got canceled. Mm-hmm. And it never got rescheduled. Yeah. That would have been the time. Because he did a few of them. When we had Mark Holton on, Francis Buxton, he talked about going to one and meeting him there and reconnecting. Yeah. And I was thinking, man, maybe would, I could reconnect. Yeah. And then they that, canceled it. That would have been your time for sure. Very sad. Man. And we still got each other. So here's the question. Do you think they're going to do some movie about Pee-wee now? You know how they do that? Like an E-True Hollywood story? No, like um, like uh, Behind the Candelabre mm, or whatever. I hope not. Just leave him be. Yeah. Or remember when we went and saw that James Brown movie? You know, something like that. Or the Weird Al movie. Like one of those things. Yeah, I guess maybe. You think they'll do that and have somebody play Pee-wee, play Paul Rubens? You know what I mean? I don't know who could pull that off, though. Nobody. All right, I'll do it. That's what I was shooting for. Let's call it them studios. Let's make it happen. Tony, you know what else we could make happen? I got a message here someone sent to the five-count hotline. Can't wait to hear it. It's from John in New Ulm. Oh, what a guy. He said, the reason I gave the other radio station schedule website is that certain nights and times is the other style music, like from the 80s, or like Teenage Kicks. I should know better to not bring up other radios. Ton was irate. <laughs> I was not. It's Bar- okay. Barbie movie is busy popular. It's fun, goofy, with some emotion and meaning. Mutant Ninja Turtles is this weekend. 
I have a picture of my dad with Tony Bennett. Fan for 14 years, John. Wow. It's okay, John. It didn't bother me at all. That's pretty awesome. You got a lot of really sweet pictures of your dad with with famous people. Tony Bennett died, too, recently. Also, Sinead O'Connor. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can't do tributes for everybody. Man. Sorry. It's crazy. It's all right to be selective in who we pay tribute to, I guess. Yeah. Man. Rough times. But maybe they're better off, you know? Who knows where the world's going now? I know where I'm going, Ton. I'm going to play a message that someone left for you on the five count hotline. Oh, all right. You know, you could do the same out there, gentle listeners, if you've got something you really need to get off your chest. If you've got a cell phone, just go ahead and dial 507-519-2030. That's the five count hotline. 507-519-2030 is the ticket to your dreams. Oh, hello there. This is Jerry from, you know, I'm in Austin right now, so I'm going to say I'm from Austin. But, you know, you guys are talking about the odd set stuff and all that dumb stuff. You know, I went to Pantera three times. They sucked every time. I mean, ugh. What a nightmare. So don't feel bad about not going to see him because I wish I didn't. Um, the thing I remember most, just stuff, you couldn't even understand what was going on. Cause it was just bunch, couldn't even, I don't know, the sound was so bad or what, I don't know. I don't know how you can recreate those guitar parts, you know. But I remember Phil and Selma, the lead singer, God, he'd always complain about Metallica. This is when they cut their hair, Metallica cut their hair. They were just cutting down Metallica all the time. I mean, the guy... I don't know him, but he seems like a jerk, which is obvious because both those brothers hated him. So I, I have a feeling that Israel Ensemble is a, a world-class jerk. But I just wanted to tell you that that uh, Pantera Live is just no good. Okay? No good. So I'm going to go to Austin. I, we actually get the radio station here in Austin. Oh, yeah, baby! I just want to, if, if you are wondering what that interference was, that noise, it's not your radio. That was Tun's teeth grinding as he listened to Jerry Seaver songs. Yeah, I'm pretty much fuming right about now. Jerry, I don't think we can be any sort of type of friend anymore. I don't even think it's even possible for us to be acquaintances. Man. I mean, this is blasphemy. You think he's just trolling you? Dude, I he mean, possibly. Sincere. He does seem sincere, but um, I I don't know. I have to question all of his judgment now. I have to question it all. I don't know what to say. I think maybe Pantera wasn't his cup of tea. And so, there, I mean, this is a guy who likes Soul Asylum. <laughs> so it's not, Ouch. I mean, what am I going to do with this information? Also, um, Jerry, I will tell you this. Uh, if I find it again, I'll send it to you. I recently watched um, um, since the reuniting of Pantera, basically. And isn't that funny that Phil would have been talking crap about Metallica, which I could totally see and understand from him and from those guys at that time period. But isn't it hilarious that they're now touring with Metallica? <laughs> That's how we're uh, slated to see them next summer is pantera touring with metallica um phil is a way different guy now 
But there's a really interesting um, video on YouTube with with a, a huge interview with Phil, and he talks um, about a lot of the issues that he had in the band, which really were a lot of health complications that he dealt with. And there is some very, very tender moments from him um, talking specifically about the Abbott brothers. So I don't think there was a lot of hatred. I think there was a lot of... Um, alcohol and uh and drug abuse from specific people and um which then translated into a lot of misunderstanding and you know a lot of issues which it always does but whatever you know i guess jerry's gonna have his opinions but ah, i just can't i can't get on board i can't get on board with any of that what he was just saying i still would go back if i could I would go back in time and I would see Pantera 10 times. I don't care. Well, Tanya, if this helps at all, I have seen Pantera. Yeah. At least three times, yes. maybe four. And I would say that I thought the exact opposite of what Jerry just said. Yes. If that cements it for you. Yes, it does. I knew it, dude. I knew it. Now I'm starting to worry because he's the one who told us that we shouldn't go see 38 Special because they're no good. Maybe he's wrong about that, too. He's got to be wrong. He's got to be wrong. Now There's I don't no know way. what to think. I mean, what is the guy? I don't even. Yeah. I knew it. <laughs> I believe you, Dust. But you and I have been to a lot of shows together and have discussed that stuff and actually like pay attention at shows, but have also like been in pits and whatever, like, so I trust your judgment. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. And I would I would agree with whatever he's trying to get at that um there's a lot of stuff happening in Pantera music that I'm guessing would be pretty hard to like perfectly replicate on stage. But that's also part of the live show. Is like you're not meant to perfectly sound like the album. You, there's going to be a part of like who the who, you know your personality and what the band really is in, in a live environment. And that doesn't mean that you get a pass to suck, but it means like you shouldn't be expecting to hear what you hear out of the album or on the CD in your car when you're in a live environment. You shouldn't expect a one-to-one experience there. And yeah, there's a lot of difficult stuff. And maybe somehow what he saw, there was issues backstage. Um, Because I know there's a bunch of things there that like a guitar tech would handle backstage for Dime. Like a lot of the, um, like that, I forget what it's called, but like that whammy pedal that he used a lot for that, uh, where it goes up like a ton of octaves. So like that, like that's like a specific effects pedal. And there was a guitar tech in the back end that was actually be like paying attention and on his rack rig would be hitting that for him on time (laughs) while he's playing because he couldn't always be at the thing, you know, on stage because they're wild and running around. So maybe there's something weird going on where a pedal stopped working or I've even there's some of the uh the the Pantera home videos that you want that, that you can get 
Um, I don't know if Jerry's seen any of those. But there's even, like, they openly show that stuff where a guy turns on a vocal effect or puts an effect on Phil's voice and he starts getting, you know, PO'd and yelling at the guy. Like, what is this on my voice? You know, so there's all kinds of stuff that can happen. I don't know. Plus, they were blowing up toilets and junk and doing a lot of drinking at the same time. So cut the guy some slack, why don't you? I figured that would open up a can of worms. God, it's way more than worms. It's like earthworms and waxworms and cicada bugs and everything all rolled into one. Yuck. He bunched me right up is what I'm saying. Well, maybe we should go to a break. We're still paying tribute to Paul Rubens, who sadly had died earlier this week. But as we mentioned, all of our favorite movies were starring him and our favorite TV shows, including 227. And Ton's favorite all-time film, Big Top Pee-wee. So let's hear a selection from that, shall we? Yes.
Hey guys, this is E.G. Daly, also known as Dottie from Peewee's Big Adventure, and you're listening to The Five Count. Provide my record. Well, good morning. How do you do? Lots of surprises are just waiting for you. On your market, ready, get set. Now go, 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 because it's time now for the Pee Wee Herman Show. <laughs> Catch me. <laughs> hey, Captain Carl, did you remember to wash your hands? That's right, Pee Wee. Captain Carl always remembers to wash his hands. Oh, a sailor travels to many lands, any place he pleases, and he always remembers to wash his hands so he don't get no diseases. <laughs> Hi, Miss Yvonne. Pee-wee, I have a secret wish. What is it? That Captain Carl would like me. Maybe if we both wish very, very hard, my secret wish will come true. Okay. Hold your hands like this and close your eyes very, very tight. I wish, I wish on my secret stars, on special planets, Venus, Mars, that Captain Carl would like me so and think I'm beautiful from head to toe.
Honey, don't you ever get lonely up there? Lonely? If I'm alone, it is my choice. I love the sound of my own voice. High on the hill, I yodel free. And Mr. Echo calls back to me. That's close enough, Pee-wee. Pee-wee, how about if Jambi grants you a wish? A wish? Yeah, a wish, but think very carefully, Pee-wee, because you only have one wish. I know what my wish is already. My wish is I want to be able to fly. My secret wish is that Captain Carl would like me. Uh, Jambi, could I make this wish for someone else? Sure, Pee-wee. All right, my, my wish is going to be for Captain Carl to like Miss Yvonne. Okay, Pee-wee, it's your wish. Rub the top of Jambi's box and change the color of your socks. Wish for rain and wish for snow, but wish that Jambi makes it so. Wish until your wish is gone. Captain Carl digs Miss Yvonne. The wish is granted. Long live Jambi. Sit down, Miss Yvonne. Well, I had this wish, only I gave it away to a beautiful woman. It's not you, though. It wasn't like I expected I was going to get anything in return or anything, but but then I didn't get anything in return. Nothing happened. Oh, I gotta go be by myself, Miss Yvonne. Pee-wee, wait! Oh, poor Pee-wee. Listen, everybody. Pee-wee gave up his wish for my happiness. And now he's sad. Yes, he's sad. Because his wish isn't going to come true. Jambi, would you grant Pee-wee his wish? Come on. Come on. Hey. Please, Jambi, please. All right. I'll grant Pee-wee another wish. Silence! Silence! Now all of you are going to have to help me if we're going to get Pee-wee off the ground. 
Now everyone repeat. Mecca lecca high, mecca high It's working! Everyone repeat after me! Mecca lecca high, mecca high ho! Mecca lecca high, mecca high ho! Now in Australia! Mecca lecca high, mecca high ho! Now just the single parents in the audience! Mecca lecca high, mecca high ho! The wish is granted! Long live Jumping! I'm flying! My wish to fly has come true I am the luckiest boy in the world I'm so much luckier than you I am soaring, I'm exploring G-flying sun Cause I'm peewee If you're lucky like me All your dreams will come true Cause guess what boys and girls I said guess what boys and girls I'm gonna share all my luck with you You're welcome I'm Peewee Herman I'm the luckiest boy In the world Goodbye. Goodbye, boys and girls. Goodbye. <laughs> the place I'll be Pee-wee Herman What a snazzy guy Pee-wee Herman Makes all those young chicks cry Ah! 
Mamanti talking about Mamanti. No, no, don't turn me over. Yeah, this is Randy. And this is Wayne White of Pee Wee's Playhouse. And you're listening to The Five Count.
Hi, welcome back. We just took the longest break ever because I was so ramped up over Jerry Sivronsky's blasphemous comments about Pantera. We should be recording during the musical breaks. The first one, Ton complained for 20 minutes about playground equipment. And then this last one, just irate that somebody would say something bad about his beloved Pantera. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's really funny. You know what I just realized? It's the five count? Yes, it is the five count, and uh, I am driving the entirely wrong vehicle on a daily basis. Oh. I need to sell my car immediately and replace it with a Ford Pantera. Daily. I don't see the, any other, other way. No arguments this. from me. <laughs> There's no way around this, I don't think. Hey, if you have one of those cars and want to trade, why not give us a call? Yeah. 507-519-2030. He almost gave his home number out. I did. He's so excited. I did. About his new car. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. our tribute to Paul Rubens, which, as I mentioned at the top of the show, Really didn't want to have to do one of those for Paul Rubens, but yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's going to happen for all of us, right? But not for you. I mean, it will happen for me eventually. You ever seen that movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger where he's a guy, but then there's also another guy that's also him, and he looks through the window and he's like, "Hey, wait a minute, that's me, but I'm me. How's that guy me?" Yes, that's kind of like what Ton is. <laughs> If you check under his eyelid. Under the eyelid. You could tell which one's which. Oh, man. That's really something. Uh, I just looked it up quick, and I had no idea that suddenly um, Ford Panteras are going for uh, 130000 $130,000, $120,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130,000, $130
Let's drive back 10 years, shall we? Oh, yeah. August 3rd, 2013. It was me and you, And we had an exclusive interview with legendary voice actor Billy West. Oh, yeah. Remember Billy West? Yes. He was uh, Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, man. And he was Doug Funny. That's crazy. And he was Roger Klotz. And he was a bunch of guys from that one show, Futurama, that I've never watched. Oh, yeah. I've never watched that either. People love that show, though. I think he also wound up being the voice of, like, Popeye and Bugs Bunny. and Really? Just a bunch of stuff. That's crazy. He's like the new Mel Blanc. <laughs> and he was on the five count ten years ago. Man. One of at least two appearances on this program over the years. Yeah. That's really cool. During the rest of the show, we received a phone call from Tons Stalker. Hmm. Don't remember that. We were actually joined in studio by Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, we I were. I do remember that. I do. That's on our YouTube page. That was fun. And apparently you cried a lot. A whole lot. Because you had to do the program instead of going to Ribfest to see Loverboy. Oh, uh, yeah. What a bummer. Sorry to bring that up again. Man. Ton just finally got over it a decade later, and I had to drudge it back up again. Yeah, you really did. <sighs> well, it's coming up. It's coming up again soon. I could go again, right? But there's going to be no Loverboy. You can see Florida. Uh, not going. No? Not going. Huh. Well, Mankato typically gets top-notch musical acts every summer. So there's always next year. Plus 38 specials coming. I'd go see them over Flowrider. I don't even really know any music from Flowrider. People in my office have been playing it recently, and then I'm kind of like, oh, yeah, it's this. I think I've heard this song. But otherwise, I don't know anything about it. People in your office? Yeah. Is this my tax dollars at work? Just no. Just sitting around listening to Florida? I don't work for the city. I thought I knew who Florida was. Yeah. But then I realized that I was mistaking him with Pitbull. Ah, uh, me too. Me too. I did that too. So I really don't have any clue what Florida does. Yeah. Yeah, that's same, dude. Same. He's not Pitbull, though. I found that out. That's what happened to me. I thought he was Pitbull also, but he was not. Would you go see Pitbull? Uh, no. He sings that Gasolina song that you like so much. I haven't. No. You play it down at the bar all the time? Didn't, you know the song. Didn't Pitbull play a WrestleMania or something? I think that was Florida. Was it really? Or was it? Maybe it was both of them. Maybe both of them. Maybe I don't know who either of them are. Sorry. Damn, should have went to see Loverboy. I know all about them. All I was going to say is, like, if they showed up at a WrestleMania or some other event, I would witness it. I would lay eyes upon it. Um, Other than that, I don't think I would spend any of my hard-earned money to go see either of those two acts. What about some money you just found lying on the street? I no, no. Not, not the hard earned money, and not the, not the free money. I wouldn't. I'd so probably, basically, you're saying no money would change hands. Zero percent. Oh, I'd rather give it to my daughter. You'd give it to me. Say so here you go. Get you some uh, airheads or something. 
Well, I don't know what you're saying, but <laughs> I do know that you're currently saying it in the present. Yes. So I guess we'll come back. All right. And we're back. And we're back. That was 10 years ago in five-count history. What a lovely time. Now we're back. Had a tribute to Paul Rubens. Sadly, we have another tribute ton. And this one to a legendary professional wrestler, five-count alumnus, exotic Adrian Street. Yeah. A trailblazer, trendsetter guy who also released albums, which is always my favorite. When professional wrestlers release albums, I am there. Yes, you are. You love that. It really is. Bands that were purposely created for 80s soundtracks and professional wrestlers releasing albums, those are my two favorite joys in life. (laughs) Good for you. And then public radio is somewhere up there too, I guess. Yeah, it's up in there. But you remember when we interviewed Adrian Street and then his wife slash valet of 80 years Miss Linda answered the phone. Ton was like, I think that was Miss Linda. Yes. And it totally was. It was. It was her. It was awesome. (laughs) We should have interviewed her, too. Yeah. Man, missed opportunity. Well. Maybe she's listening now to this tribute, and, uh, you know, she'll give us a call. I'm sure she is. I mean, anyone who's everyone who's anyone listens to this program miss linda probably if you're out there 507-519-2030 get in touch with us that's the five count hotline florida if you're listening why don't you call and tell ton if you're pitbull or not because he's not sure <laughs> yeah let us know why don't you 507-519-2030 ton exotic adrian street released a few albums he had like music videos he was really the first guy to do all that stuff. Man. So we're going cool. to we're going to play some songs from his uh, many albums. All right. If you don't mind. I would love it. You're going to love it. I know it.
helps me pass the time and brightens up my days. I wanna hear the crunch, I wanna hear the cracks, I wanna hear the moans and groans. I don't know why, but I'm only happy breaking bones. I wanna hear the crunch, I wanna hear the cracks, I wanna hear the moans and groans. I wanna hear the crunch.
someone to adore I've already given up my heart And the love I have is all accounted for I've fallen for a gorgeous work of art When I want to see the fairest of them all And gaze into the sexy eyes of blue I walk up to the full length mirror on the wall I take a breath and just admire the view I'm in love with me So in love with me In my looking glass I find I have a job to drag myself away I find it very difficult To get me off my mind But that's the price perfection has to pay I'm in love with me So in love with me My perfect body and my flashing film star grin I fall in love with everything I see And though I try to fight it I don't think I'll ever win I really get a big kick out of me I'm in love with me So in love with me I simply must comb my hair before I take another step. I really am so lovely. Oops. Now I've landed my tights. And I've only got four pair left. What can I do? I'll have to go on to the fishnets. Being in love is such a wonderful thing. Hey, this is Exotic Adrian Street. Listen to the five count. And the thing is, I'll give you the three count if you don't listen to it. Just imagine what I could do to you. So imagine what I could do to you. Mmm, nice. get enough of being mean and playing rough but it's my only vice legs to break and hair to pull the pounding on the nearest skull I find quite adorable it's naughty but it's nice I have never understood why I just love the sight of blood I can't imagine why I should but here's 
good advice. If you play my little game, you'll be sorry that you came, and you will never be the same. It's naughty, but it's nice. It's naughty, but it's nice. It's naughty, but it's nice. Let me offer you a slice. It's naughty, but it's nice. If you think I'm really bad, you ought to see me when I'm mad. I'll give you things you've never had, and you won't want them twice. Fists were made to punch a face, and joints to twist and then displace, and limbs to spread around a place. It's naughty, but it's nice. If it should ever cross your mind to ever try me out, you'll find that I can be a bit unkind. You'll have to pay the price. I really thrive on piercing moans and on agonizing groans. I'm in love with breaking bones. It's naughty, but it's nice. It's naughty, but it's nice. It's naughty, but it's nice. Let me offer you a slice. It's naughty, but it's nice. There's so much I can show to you. But I must say before I do, I'll need to hear a scream or two to add a little spice. I'll show you how to have some fun and do some things you've never done. I'm willing to hurt anyone. It's naughty, but it's nice. Me without a chin to hit, tooth to break, or lip to split has always been a little bit like curry. Without rice, I love to hack and bite and maul. I always have, as I recall. But these five words explain it all. It's naughty, but it's nice. It's naughty, but it's nice. It's naughty, but it's nice. Let me offer you a slice. It's naughty, but it's nice. Naughty, but it's nice. Naughty, but it's nice. I've been round and I've seen a few sights, but standing right in front of me was the biggest darn girl I'm ever likely to see. She was a mighty big girl for her age, mmm, a mighty big girl for her age. Six foot three and definitely a mighty big girl for her age, a mighty big girl for her age. I asked her to dance, she shook her fist. Grabbed my hand and sprained my wrist. Dragged me onto the disco floor. Suddenly I didn't wanna dance anymore. She knocked me down with a forearm jab and pulled me into a Boston grab. Rolled me into a stranglehold. And obviously I didn't need to be told she was a mighty big girl for her age. Mmm, a mighty big girl for her age. Six foot three and definitely a mighty big girl for her age. A mighty big girl for her age. I grabbed her arm but lost my grip. Next thing I knew was an Irish whip with her foot on my throat. I could see at a glance that it wasn't any dancing school that taught her to dance. 
A crowd gathered round when they heard the noise I knew I should have stuck with the boys She had me in a headlock and I couldn't break free Then she took a deep breath and everybody could see She was a mighty big girl for her age Mmm, a mighty big girl for her age Six foot three and evidently A mighty big girl for her age A mighty big girl for her age Now the years have gone by, so long since we met But a girl like that is very hard to forget Now I'm out of the plaster cast The scars will go, but the memory will last Of that mighty big girl for her age mm, Mighty big girl for her age Six foot three and evidently A mighty big girl for her age A mighty big girl for her age go out with her again even if she was as pretty as me mind you her brother seems like a nice boy she was a mighty big girl for her age a mighty big girl for her age six foot three and definitely a mighty big girl for her age a mighty big girl for her age For that difference from any other man R is for remarkable, you must see what I mean I is for incredible, which I have always been Street rap, street rap, physical perfection Street rap, street rap, boy or girl nice. Street rap, street rap, number one selection Street rap, street rap, champion of the world is for Adonis and one you won't forget N is just for nasty which I get when I'm upset S is for the sequins which I always love to wear T is for the time I take to comb my lovely hair Street rap, street rap, physical perfection Street rap, street rap, boy or girl nice. Street rap, street rap, number one selection Street rap, street rap For the roses I've received from those I've met E is for exotic, which I also like to get The other E is for everything in which I just excel T is for the tights, which I'm told I fill so well Street rap, street rap, physical perfection Street rap, street rap, boy or girl nice. Street rap, street rap, number one selection Street rap, street rap I sometimes wonder what it must be like to be ordinary As I am fitter, stronger and more beautiful than anyone I am in fact superhuman But through it all, I have always managed to maintain my modesty Street rap, street rap, physical perfection Street rap, street rap, boy or girl nice. Street rap, street rap, number one selection 
have so much going for me. Nice. I didn't ask to be perfect. It just happened that way. Street rap, street rap, physical perfection. Street rap, street rap. Exotic, Asian, exotic, Asian, a million miles ahead. 
good lord, I'm with one hand behind my back I can crush a grizzly till its bones begin to crack I eat a dozen T-bones for my early morning snack So imagine what I could do to you Mmm I could tear a telephone directory in two Bending iron bars is something else that I can do I always pick my teeth with the nearest billiard cue So imagine what I could do to you mm. To see my many attributes won't need a second glance You know if you resisted, you just wouldn't stand a chance I can knock a hole right through a solid concrete wall I can pull a tree out by its roots and that's not all you know about me, you don't need a crystal ball To tell you just what I could do to you mm. I thought of something already To see my many attributes won't need a second glance Oh, if you resisted, you just wouldn't stand a chance I can crush a house brick with one movement of my hand And laugh while I reduce it to a dusty heap of sand I got a splendid figure when I make my chest expand So imagine what I could do to you Mmm, nice Well, you better figure it out, Tony, because oh. we're back Man, what a segment that was. This is the five count. Yes. I said to Ton, hey, you think you can handle more great radio? And he said, "Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know, Dust. I don't know if I can handle more of this. Ah." Yeah, something like that. (laughs) And then I said, psych. Here it is. It's Ton on the five count. We're back. That was our tribute to Five Count alumnus Exotic Adrian Street. Yeah, man. Who also died earlier this week. Beautiful. On the same day as Paul Rubens. What a what a crazy set of circumstances. So we got to pay tribute to both of them and a ton. Because I'll be dying soon. It's my birthday after all. Yeah, well, that's next week's show. Coming up. Stay tuned for that. Ton, can I tell you something that exciting that happened not everything was doom and gloom okay yeah on this past week on our youtube page we released or it escaped however you want to look at it the 200th episode of the five count co-op oh yeah 200 episodes of middle-aged dorks (laughs) playing old nintendo games badly awesome who knew there was an audience for something like that that's crazy. Spoiler alert. There isn't. <laughs> there is no audience. But we still do it. But you could be it. If you're listening right now, please go over to YouTube and check out the Five Count Co-op. We played Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Yeah, man. We played it on a $12 bootleg Amazon controller. Yeah. So it had some major lag issues. I was doing pretty well, I think, though. I was excited. I was proud of myself. Yeah, you did join the Nintendo Fun Club today. <laughs> I got pretty far. It was, it was all right. But you did not have the finger speed to take on 
Iron Mike. No, no. Kid Dynamite sent you packing. Actually, it's really funny because even just on that game, it's like I get nervous going up against Mike even on a Nintendo game. It's like ridiculous. Yeah, you'd have thought he was going to show up any minute to really punch you in the face. Yeah. And it's like you can't even get punched once by Mike. It's like real life. Like one punch, you're done. It's done. Ridiculous. Well, it's all for the taking. I guess. I mean, you can take it. I mean, go out there and check it out. 200th episode of the Five Count Co-op, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. There's a lot of other stuff on our YouTube page, too. Like thousands of videos. Just all sorts of things. It's a lot of stuff. We also had a, an interview with uh, musician Tony Cochetti. He's like a local folk country guy. Mm. That's going to be on there, too. Cool. Check that out. Check it out. Do something. There's so much stuff to check out. There's even more stuff to check out, Ton, on our Patreon page. Oh, yeah. You could be a five-count associate producer and... If you enjoy Ton and everything Ton does and stands for, you could join us on Patreon. Show your support. Quit being a jerk. Yeah, just knock it off already. You get early access to stuff. Like, you could listen to this show early. Like, way early. Super early. Like at breakfast time on Thursday morning. Yeah. Just get it out of the way. Freeze up your weekend. You also get early access to all the other stuff we do, whether you want it or not. Yeah. You get early access to the Five Count Co-op. You get access to the Five Count at the movies. That's true. We just watched Cartoon All-Stars to the rescue. Because now that cannabis is legal in Minnesota, Ton is having a hard time making it on time to do this program. <laughs> yes. That was pretty, uh, that was a really interesting cartoon thing to watch um i didn't i don't recall watching it but maybe that was also cannabis related when i was a child dusty 100 percent recalls watching it and that changed his life dramatically i've been saying no ever since yeah it was pretty interesting between that and the dare program yeah probably the squarest dude you've ever met that's yeah that's real talk there ladies and gentlemen that's why i remember everything Man. Except for where I put my keys earlier today. Yeah. So, yeah, check that out. The five count at the movies only on Patreon. And there's also some other bonus content, all kinds of different bonus content. One of which is me reading He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. Awesome. It really is. It's like a guy who looks like He-Man talking about He-Man. Yes. So it's just, a little redundant, but <laughs> still great. Let me just tell you that. So it's full, like, read-along style. It even has a turn-the-page chime in case you have any of the old He-Man books. You can listen and look at the book as I'm reading it. Um, it it's it starts out like the trap has the least amount of uh, extra music and sound effects, and it goes all the way. Uh, to time trouble which is just completely loaded and it's so intense that let me just tell you that my own daughter this evening she's listened to it but she i went into her room to to start getting her to bed and she was sitting there looking 
through time travel on her own, the book. And I said, "Ooh, let's put the uh, let's put Daddy reading it on the Yodo player." And she said, "No, Dad, the slime arm part is too scary." And then she begged me, begged me to re-edit the whole thing just to take out the super scary slimy arm part. And I said, I don't know if I can do that, honey pie. There's people out there. There's people out there just waiting to listen to the slimy, scary arm They're part. waiting for tons, slimy arm. <laughs> so I'm saying it's probably, it's probably worth a listen. Plus, you get all the really old shows, like up through 2007, I think, at this point. The real classics. Yeah. Man. Early episodes. Like when you go around talking about bands and stuff and you say, oh, I really, really like the early stuff. Yeah. Like that's where our early stuff is. That's where it is. And nobody likes it. Man. Which is a shame because I was trying to use that as a selling point, but then I said that out loud, so it didn't make <laughs> much sense at all. Sorry about uh, that. There's something endearing about it uh, when we listen to it, but... It's such a different show. I mean, not really. I mean, it's just... Endearing. Did you mean embarrassing? Both. Okay. Yeah. There's something about it. Something about it. Something going on, I can say that much. (laughs) Just wait till next week, Ton. When it's your birthday show. Wow. All your favorite birthday hits. The hot new joints. Can't wait. Well, you're going to have to wait till next week. It's a lot of pit bull or... Uh, I have to decide if Pitbull is really Pitbull or if, or if he's actually Florida. Yeah, you got to get that straightened out before. Once I figure it out for sure. Yeah. Okay. And everything else is cream cheese. Cream cheese. Wow. Well, that's it, son. Rest in peace, Paul Rubens and Exotic Adrian Street. It's been a beautiful program. We'll see you next week. So long. Hello, this is Pee Wee Wilbury. Wishing you the very merriest, willberryest of Christmases. <laughs>